0: We hear negativity against Muslims. I've interviewed an imam before. This time I'm interviewing a young imam. I want to find out if he has different views than the older imam that I spoke to. It's a bit like a young priest and an old priest. I think you'll be surprised at some of the comments and remarks from this fascinating man. Have a listen to a young imam talking about Muslims. Hello, I'm Sahil. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Tell us what an imam is. Let's start with
1: the basics. So, um, basically, I am the imam, one of the imam of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Liverpool. And we, Ahmadiyya Muslims, we believe that the founder of this community, Ghulam Ahmed, was the promised Messiah who was prophesied on various scriptures and also in the Holy Quran, and by the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and his mission was to reestablish the true and peaceful teachings of Islam so an Imam is like a Christian pastor and my aim is to basically tackle extremism to educate our youngsters how to integrate in this Western society and also to meet other people with other faith and to try to find a way to work together to build a peaceful society and to emphasize on the similarity we have so basically um. What we're trying to do is what our um, community try to do is to um, show the, to remove misconceptions, misconceptions and to show them the peaceful and true teaching of Islam. As our current head, Mr. Musul Ahmed, is also known as the as a champion of peace as he goes around the world and uh, advising people, advising uh, different politicians how to uh, maintain peace in the society, in the world with, uh, the, with the teaching of Islam.
0: Now, you're only a young man. Where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Germany, I was born there. Um I went to school over there and then I came over here when I was nineteen. We have here an in Islamic institute for theologian studies and so I studied there for seven years and then two years before I uh, before I came here to Liverpool and yes, I'm serving here as an imam. And as I say, I'm also growing up in the Western society, and the first thing or what was taught to me is that because I'm gonna live with people with different faith, especially in Germany, we have a and especially in the West, we have a big Christian community, and my parents that told me that I have to respect and honor their belief, and also to respect the country. It's a it's a part of our faith to love the country we live in. So, especially Germany is my born country, so I have a big big love for this country and also for the UK. UK.
0: Now, it's interesting you say about the love for your country um, that you live in, which is great. Um, As you know, there's a lot of negativity still towards Muslims, but we're living in a society anyway where there seems to be negativity towards anybody. Now, my listeners who listen now will want me to say this to you because we've never met before. Mm. I'm a gay man. Now, your religion is against homosexuals. And that is a problem that I live with because I have Muslim friends. But it's also difficult for me to to deal with that. This is my country where I am legal status. When I was... I'm a 73-year-old man. When I was a little boy um, growing up, it was a a criminal offence to be a homosexual. Um, So when I was 18... uh, I was a criminal. Then it was changed the law. How do I deal with that? Because you're in my country and you came from Germany, where it is also legal. But your religion is against homosexuality.
1: So how do I deal with that? Basically, if someone is coming my mosque and he's even even if he's gay, I won't shut the door. I open the door for him and we will discuss. Because you know there are two things in Islam. Uh, One is service to uh, uh, to serve you God, to worship you God, and then to show mercy to his creation and to serve his creation. So as you are a human being for me, I will respect you as a human being. And uh, it's not up to me to say someone who's wrong or not because we believe that God is the one who can look into, into the heart of the people and he knows who's better, who's be- uh, best in person or not. So even if someone is gay or drinking alcohol, he might be better, uh, be- better in person than me. So it's not like I've shut the door to him i will uh i will come to him I will respect him as my uh, guest even though I'm wearing the hat. uh a hat is like a gesture to to show my respect to the person and because i'm you have invited me and I'm here in your workplace so so I'm wearing the hat to show my respect to you so this is um nothing like uh, we won't say we are uh, like okay someone is gay and we won't open the door for him no he, everyone is invited and we will show our respect to everyone that's refreshing.
0: That's refreshing. I'm, I'm. I'm. thrilled you say that. Now, there's many of my listeners will be listening, um, who will be completely and utterly on your side. But there's a few in particular that will say that you are all in this country living a lie. That you want to take over this country. That it's there's a, a grand master plan. Now you're smiling. Tell me, explain.
1: Because uh, you know, I mean, I'm living f- for. Now like I've brought up here, and um, it's always the same. People think that Islam's trying to overcome the West, trying to overcome, uh, try to, yeah, this, uh, like to conquer the West. But it's not true, you know. Um, our, the the third caliph of our community, he was asked once to how to establish. I mean, uh, how to integrate into society, and he said, "Listen, um, our aim is to win the heart of the people. This is what we're doing." We are, um, because we are born here, we are integrated in the society and we also want to show the people our belief, how we live, what our belief is because we want to live in a peaceful society so people have to know us. And so mainly what we're doing is we try to win the heart of the people. We try to build a peaceful society with everyone. As I said, we emphasize on the similarities with every faith and uh, this is because it's very important uh, to come together on the one table and to emphasize on the similarities, there's nothing, um, Islam is always uh, saying that it's up to us to uh, convey the message of Islam. This is what we have to do. The rest is up to Allah, up to God, but it's nothing like we're not going to conquer the world, no. The only thing we are trying to do is to, uh, to win the heart of the people.
0: As a young man, do you feel there is a big gap between older Muslims and younger Muslims? Do you think that
1: your age has got a different view on life? Um well um as I said my my parents they have taught me to respect and honor the belief of the others. So I think there wasn't any age gap because my father he came from Pakistan but he the first thing what he did is he even knowing that he's living now in a Christian uh, society he tried to make friends, he tried to get fr- German friends to live with them to together, to work with them together. And this is what I'm doing as well. So there's no age gap. We're following the teachings of Islam, and Islam is t- uh, teaching us to um, live uh, peaceful and uh, live in a harmonious society. And uh, as I said, to respect and honour the belief of others. And this is what every Muslim is doing. So there's no gap between As an imam,
0: what do you feel? Is the problem right now with the West and Muslims? Because we're living in a world where it's a blame game; it's a blame society. But what what are your views?
1: Well, um, not talking about Liverpool, Liverpool is a welcoming, unique uh, city. The most people I've met here they said they don't have any problems with Islam, and uh, I think. Um, the only thing is that a big role who's playing right now is the media if media can show the other side of Islam because most of the Muslims are peaceful most of the Muslims also fear extremism most of the Muslims are even uh, killed by extremist people so um I think uh, if the media, uh, media is, as I said, playing a big role, if media can show the, uh, the other side of the Muslims, as a lot of Muslims are serving here as doctors, as professors, as um, teachers. And um, even, like I said, they have integrated into in into society. They're even speaking English, thinking English, even dreaming English. I mean, they love this country and uh, they were, uh, they're serving this country. So this is what media is not showing to the world yeah. This is very important.
0: It's interesting. You made a very interesting point there, which we will talk about now again because it is important. What people forget when they have a go at Muslims, that there's Muslims killing Muslims, and they forget that. When there's bombs that go off, they don't don't pick and choose. They just go as extremists. What's your belief and what's your views on extremism?
1: So basically my view on extremism is that, first of all, I don't believe that they're following the true teachings of Islam because a life, a simple, simple, single life, is very valuable in the t- Islamic teaching. It is said that whoever kills a person is like you killed the whole mankind. So, basically, those ex- so-called Muslims are going against the teaching of Islam, and um, and I believe that those extremism, what they're gonna, what they what they are trying to do is to separate us, in the society, in the Western society we live. They Trying to put hatred in between our society, and that's why I think hate speech is on on the rise, and that's why we need to tackle extremism and hate speech. Otherwise, if we don't tackle hate speech, those extremists are going to win, and I I can't let it do. uh, We can't let this happen.
0: One of the biggest problems I've heard on this phone in over the years um, is that over the years, when there's been dreadful attacks and terrible atrocities all over the world. One thing a lot of my listeners will come on and say, the Muslims haven't come forward enough and been forthright in their condemnation of it. Now, it seems to be changing slightly, but I, I I intend to agree. Was there a reason for that?
1: You know, since the beginning of those attacks, we are always in the forefront to show the true and peaceful teachings of Islam. As I said, the media is playing a great role not showing this. Because uh, uh, we have in, uh, different kind of interface events, we have charity events, where uh, we um, we have different kind of peace events uh, throughout the country, throughout the world. But those things are not shown in the media. And uh, every time when we do something good, it is like um, people are, uh, acknowledge this in the society we live in but as soon as someone blow himself up the media is showing that the whole Muslim society is like this and all, we, all everything what we're doing is like gone to nothing and as I, say, uh, as I said before the media is playing a big role and the media can play a big role by maintaining peace uh, by uh, bringing peace in the society by showing what real Muslims are doing in this country as a lot of Muslims serve in this country a lot of Muslims love this country and uh, you will see even in the future a lot of Muslims will come and will even serve more of this country. We have uh, people who are serving in the army. We have people who are serving in the police forces. And uh, But this is not shown in the media. And people are not aware of this, and this is very really sad. To talking honest. to
0: your congregation, talking to all the uh, Muslims that you talk to, and you talk all day uh, in, in the mosque, why do you feel that the press are negative? Some press, not all press. Why do you feel that some press are negative? Uh, re- and really you, you know you've got a voice here you tell us what well, you really uh, believe
1: I believe that um, it's a big business you know it's a very big media business and uh, actually I uh, was just saying that the media is showing that well, people are actually willing to listen and or they might or they might think that if they show the negativity of Islam um, they will be listened more and, instead of showing the peaceful and the true teachings of Islam so I think it's like kind of a business going on What's your views on Sharia law? Well, um, you know, there's no book like Sharia. We have only one book. This is Quran. And Quran is teaching us to respect and honor the, uh, the law of every country we live in and to follow the law. So uh, if someone comes with uh, Sharia law, sometimes I've got a smile on my face because there's nothing. Sharia means actually to find the way to... to uh, to a water place so um, basically it's very easy to understand that if someone who's not a Muslim if he's looking for water you can't tell him in an Islamic way until you not tell him uh, until you not educate him in the Islamic view of everything of the Islamic uh, teachings so um, there's no Sharia law uh, the only thing we have is the only teaching we have is uh, written everything is written in the Quran and Quran as I said it tells us to um, rule with justice if you are a ruler, and if you are a citizen, uh, to follow the um, the law of the con- uh, country you live in.
0: Brunei have brought the uh, Sharia law in uh, very brutally, and in fact have just stepped back, and stepped back over the death penalty and a few things, which, of course, the papers have picked up on homosexuals will be stoned to death along with uh, adulterers. Um, and now the uh, the Sultan of Brunei has stepped back from it because he owns some of the greatest hotels in the world and also was losing a lot of money. Um, Muslims, there are gay Muslims out there, there are Muslims out there that are having relationships out of their marriage. Um, will they find peace with their religion or will they be in turmoil over this?
1: You know, um, like, if you... If someone has entered the religion of Islam, Islam, we believe, is a religion which was brought by God. He revealed all the prophecies, all the teachings to the Prophet of Muhammad. So it's a religion of God. If someone is entering the religion of Islam, he's making like a contract to God. So God himself will say if he is a Muslim or not. As I said before, God knows who is best in person. It, can't be, it could be possible that I'm Imam, but someone else who is doing some thing for acts, Is still a better person in God's view, so even if there is someone uh, who's gay or someone, um, I won't say he's not a Muslim because he has accepted the religion of Islam. Uh, What I will do is I will try to educate him, and uh, uh, I will leave the matter to God, but I will try to educate him. But it's not like I'm gonna go and uh, God forbid, kill him or something. Do like now, this is this is against the teaching of Islam. As I said, you believe is is like a contract with God. God Himself is say who is a believer or not. I am not allowed to say that someone is not a believer or not. It's up to God. He knows better. And my my uh, uh, work is like is only to um, serve my brother or sister to educate him.
0: Recently, um, it was an anniversary. I think it was about thirty years that Satanic verses came out, and what I found interesting about that, um, which a lot of people didn't realize that it was a catalyst for Muslims to to, to put out that they weren't being treated right. Yes, it was a book that was wrong in the Muslim's faith and in the Muslim's eyes, but it wasn't just about the book. It was a, a turning point. Looking back, I mean, have you ever spoke about the book? Have you ever thought I've, of reading the book?
1: I have read the book uh, and I've also spoken to people about this book. And, um, you know... Um, the Quran, he just put, uh, took like a few verses from the Quran, but you can't take um, verses without context. You need to understand the context as well. As the um, Quran is teaching us that uh, we, Muslims, should be ready to, um, to uh, defend other places of worship, like church, synagogues, and other people with other faiths as well. Even the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. He has said to his companions that um, if there's any priest or monk in need, then it's up to us that we have to fulfill his desire. And even if there's a place of worship, any place of worship, then we have to guide, we have to defend this worship, uh, place of worship. And then in the end, he mentioned the mosque. So he said that before we fulfill our desire, and this is a fundamental belief in Islamic teaching, that before we fulfill our desire, we need to make sure that we have fulfilled the desire of the other people. That before we fulfill our um, what we need before we uh, fulfill our uh, uh, what we need, we have to make sure that we have fulfilled everything for the other people as well.
0: When you read it, were you offended? Were your parents annoyed? You read it, or did you not tell them?
1: Um, well, uh, when I read it, um, I was like, uh, um, I was like, okay, I've got not the opportunity to uh, speak with people about this and to tell them the true teaching of Islam, to show them the way of a Muslim, how we think about it and what um, actually Islam tells us. So um, I just took an opportunity to show the true and peaceful teachings of Islam. Another thing that my
0: listeners will say that they feel, some of them, it's not all, by the way, Mm -hmm. it's it's a big listenership, but it's not all, some will say that women aren't treated with respect Sorry, I'll take that back. They are treated with respect, but they are in, in prayer, for instance, they're in a different place to where the men are. Why, why is that?
1: Uh, do you mean like doing the prayer? Yeah. Well, um, you know, um, if we pray, uh, we concentrate our prayer uh, to God because it's like we're talking to God and all of our concentration goes to God. And uh, so everything, even if we, you're in the mosque, you won't see any pictures you won't see anything. You just will see a, lo, a simple place, simple room. And therefore, everything what can attract you, uh, attract you away from God, um, we separate us. So there's no nothing that uh, uh, we are against women. No, it's actually just to concentrate, to have a view on God, because we are talking to God, and we just want to concentrate to God. This is how our prayer actually is. Now, Mecca is your most sacred place? Yes. Have you been? No. When are you going? Um, well, uh, just recently, I, m- me and a few friends we plan to go the ne- uh, f- uh, next year. Uh, it's actually um, obviously I, w- I wish to go to Mecca. Um, I wish to go with my family as well. Right now, I've got a, a three-month-old son, and but uh, soon enough, um I'm f- financial, I'm, if I think I'm physical okay, and uh, I've. Everything that I'm going to go.
0: Are you excited about going? Yes, i mean, in. I've interviewed a couple of people who have been. Okay. And uh, I can't imagine what it's like. They can describe it. You can see pictures. But you can't imagine, can you, what, what that emotion is?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's obviously because it's the place, it's the most holy place for us. It's the place where the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he was born, where he lived uh, most of his years, and most of his life, sorry. And... Um, I can't imagine, like obviously, if he goes there, it's totally, I mean, different to to walk through the streets where the holy prophet, peace be upon him, used to walk. I mean, it's like it's like someone loves someone so much that he is ex- so excited to see his places, and then he ov- obviously can't describe it as well like how, how he feels to see those places. So it's for us it's the same, like to see the places of the Holy Prophet peace him, where he was brought up, where he used to walk, where he used to stay, or where he used to meet his companion. It's mine. It's about imagination how uh, we feel about this. I mean, it's, great. it's so uh, beautiful. I mean, it's just, uh, we can't describe it in words.
0: Yeah. What do you feel about other religions?
1: Uh, as I said, um, I b- uh, believe every religion is based on peace. I respect every religion. And my aim as a, a mom is uh, to work together with those religions to emphasize on similarities we have, and we have a lot of similarities, and uh, to build a peaceful society.
0: When you look at other countries like um, Russia and uh, America, do you fear for Muslims? Uh, with some of their attitudes over in those countries.
1: Like, uh, because a lot of Muslims are living there for a long time now. And um, I don't say, I mean, there's any fear for them because they've been living there for a long time. They've integrated them, And they're living their uh, religion peacefully. So, um, okay, there might be some problems uh, from the Eastern uh, Europe countries. But um, as I said, like... uh, our aim is always be to try to win the heart of the people, even if they disagree with a lot of points with us. We always try uh, to find a way to sit together with them and uh, to talk with them about anything to just to build a, uh, a peaceful and harmony society.
0: Now, there's two explosive places in the world right now: Iran and America, and Palestine and um, Israel, which has been going on forever and ever. Um, and Muslims are in both those places and very important to what's going on. What's your views, first of all, on Palestine?
1: Well, well Palestine is a country, and um, I think, because if I talk about Palestine, I'll obviously talk about Israel as well, and uh, we have in both countries we have Muslims, and I think uh, both countries should agree on a few points to live together, because what is happening right now is very um, harmful for the whole of the world, because um, uh, right now it seems like um, they're not uh, coming uh, to one point, not coming green a uh, few uh, points. And it's, as I said, it's very important that uh, we agree on those points and we try to find a way to bring peace bet- in between those countries.
0: And what about Iran and America? You've got a little boy, a little baby. Um, it's not the nicest world to bring um, a baby into right now.
1: It, well obviously with you think a lot of you of your children, especially when you have a newborn and then you look on the news you see all those news about Iran and america and then you th- when you read that uh, someone is bringing his soul uh, uh, army over there and just getting ready for, uh, you you you'll be scared a lot and that's why I said that we there are a lot of other countries who can come in step in. And they listen. No, it's enough. Come together, talk to each other, uh, come to a point, agree to a point. And as I said a lot of countries who can do this. A lot of countries who have got the power to do this. So um, I think um, what my desire is that really that uh, people just f- instead of thinking for themselves, are thinking for the world because the world is scared. If they see if if they read those things, and um, other countries they should uh, and integrate and should. Uh, um, try to solve the problems.
0: To to finish off, you have a platform, um, you have an audience. What's your message to people out there who are against Muslims, who are frightened of Muslims, who think there is a secret plan and there is something else to it all? What do you say to them?
1: So, um, basically... I what I want to say is that all Muslims around the world are trying to maintain peace because they are following the teachings of Islam especially the Ahmadi Muslim community is trying to uh, remove misconception about Islam and to bring peace in the society with the beautiful and t- uh, peaceful teachings of Islam and um, I want to say that um, try uh, don't judge a Muslim uh, uh, be, uh, don't judge uh, religion because of neck of one single person. Try to understand that most of the Muslims are victims as well, and most of the v- Muslims are also fearing extremism. But most of the Muslim also try to integrate in the society, in the Western society. Try to respect and love the country. Try to respect the people uh, of the of the country. Try to respect and honor their belief. And every Muslim being, as I said, uh, will honor every sling- s- single life. Of, uh, it doesn't matter from which background that thing of life is he will respect and honor it is and to my uh, to everyone who's listening try to go to a mosque try to see how a Muslim society actually is you can come to my mosque it's in Enfield you can look we have uh, right now we have uh, the month of Ramadan we uh we're happy to invite people to break the fast with us we're happy to uh, with, uh, with, to sit with people together on one table to eat with them to break the bread with them and it's very important that you come to us you uh, talk to us we need to find a dialogue we need to find the way to work together we need to solve all the misconceptions about Islam Um, don't as I said uh, don't judge a whole religion by of the neck of a single person Uh, Islam is a peaceful religion Islam is teaching uh, uh, us to um, maintain peace in the society. Islam is teaching us to honor the country and there is no Muslim who will say that he's trying to conquer the world. Every Muslim being, especially the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, is trying to win the heart of the people, is trying to maintain peace in the society. So my wish is that people who have misconception about Islam come to our mosque, speak to us. You can call me, you can, you can get my number from the internet, from Google, you can talk to me and I'm pretty sure if you talk to us Muslim, you will see a different picture of Islam.
0: to finish off, what's it like to be a daddy?
1: great really it's It's like a blessing of God. I'm very happy to have a child. It's like um when you come when you're coming back from work and you feel a bit like lazy by as soon you see a child, you just get happy. I mean it's crazy it's, I mean it's the biggest blessing you, you can get from God. So, Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me.